and welcome to Talk About Talk, episode number 123. I'm your executive communication coach, Dr. Andrea Wojnicki. Please call me Andrea. I'm so glad you're here. Are you an ambitious executive with a growth mindset? Well, then you're in the right place. Wait! What exactly does it mean to have a growth mindset? If you've been listening to the Talk About Talk podcast for a while, you probably know that this is how I open most of the Talk About Talk episodes. I thought it might be wise to take a step back and examine this term, a growth mindset. So, do you have a growth mindset? Really, ask yourself, do you have a growth mindset? Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably do have a growth mindset. You're focused on growth and self-improvement. But the truth is that many of us, most of us, can turn up the dial. In the next 20 minutes or so, you're going to learn what a growth mindset is, why it's worth thinking about, and three specific ways that you can cultivate or adopt a growth mindset right now. Are you ready? Let's do this. Let's talk about talk. Before we get into this, I just want to say, if you have a thirst for knowledge, a thirst for growth, then I encourage you to visit the talkabouttalk.com website, where you'll find so many resources to help you out. There are online courses, tip sheets, corporate workshops, one-on-one coaching, the archive of this bi-weekly podcast, and I really hope you'll sign up for the Talk About Talk communication coaching newsletter. This is your chance to get a few communication skills tips from me every week. Please sign up for that communication coaching newsletter if you haven't already. All right, let's get into this. We're going to cover what a growth mindset is, why it's important, and how you can adopt a growth mindset. At the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you my top three strategies that you can employ right now to start thinking with a growth mindset. Let me back up for a second. This Talk About Talk podcast episode is number 123. Yes, we've been doing this for a while, haven't we? As I was approaching episode number 100, a lot of people asked me, Andrea, what are you going to do to commemorate 100 episodes? And at the time, my first thought was, well, I'm going to summarize what I believe the three communication superpowers are, listening, confidence, and storytelling. But then I started to think, that's kind of boring. What would be more interesting would be if I shared three things that I think are underappreciated or underleveraged by many of us ambitious executives in our communication. And so that's what I focused on. In episode number 100, I said, my top three insights are, number one, keep it short. Number two, it's not about you. And number three, adopt a growth mindset. So you see where we're headed here, right? What if I had to choose just one, just one underappreciated or underleveraged insight that could really, really catapult our communication effectiveness? Well, if I had to choose one thing that will help us with our communication, actually with life, it's that we should adopt a growth mindset. A growth mindset is important for all of us and in so many contexts. And that is why we're here right now. 
Here's the thing. We all fail. Sometimes we're leading a meeting and it bombs. Or we make a point in someone else's meeting and our point gets ignored. Or we make a recommendation about a course of action for a client and it turns out we're wrong. There are small failures and there are big, epic failures. It happens to all of us. I promise. You've probably heard that the most successful entrepreneurs all failed at some point. They have a story of transformation. It's almost like a cliche, right? It's the hero's journey. Think about someone like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs had multiple failures. There was Apple One and Apple Lisa. Have you ever heard of those? Exactly. Oh, not to mention, he got fired. And then there's Sarah Blakely. Do you know who Sarah Blakely is? She's the youngest female self-made billionaire. She's the founder of Spanx. And when she first started out, she was getting kicked out of department stores regularly. Did that stop her? No. And then there's the classic Jeff Bezos. We all think of him as this uber successful multimillionaire, right? Did you ever hear the story about when he over-inventoried Amazon with an extra 50 million toys over the holiday season, and then he had to give them away because of insufficient warehouse storage space? Yeah, a bit of a failure there. What about when Amazon first launched and people could leverage a glitch that allowed them to buy a negative number of books and receive a credit from the company? Don't try it. They've fixed the glitch. But this was a big, big failure. What did he do? He turned it into a learning. So Steve Jobs, Sarah Blakely, and Jeff Bezos all overcame these obstacles, these failures, and they turned it around with their growth mindset and turned it into success. As I said at the beginning, when I was pulling this podcast episode together, I realized that as a communication coach, all of my successful clients and most of my podcast listeners have a growth mindset. There's a self-selection here, a real self-selection, because you believe that you can change and improve and grow. Otherwise, why would you be listening to this podcast? And that's why you're investing in yourself. And that's probably also why you're successful. But that doesn't mean that we're all succeeding 100% of the time, right? A growth mindset is the secret sauce here. And this is grounded in academic research. Let me take a few minutes and take you through the Growth Mindset 101 lecture, if you like. So, have you ever heard of Dr. Carol Dweck? She's a psychology professor at Stanford University, and she's really like the mother of the growth mindset. She distinguishes between a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. If you have a growth mindset, you're curious, you improve, you're more comfortable with risks, you're okay with being wrong. You invest in self-improvement. You learn. You know those people who hear, you can't do that, and they respond with, just watch me. Those people have a growth mindset. Or maybe you've read the book Grit by Angela Duckworth, where she talks about effort and perseverance. Those people also have a growth mindset. On the other hand, if you have a fixed mindset, you perceive yourself as having fixed skills attributes, and abilities. You're less likely to invest in yourself. You're defensive. You're focused on self-verification. When you fail, you believe 
that's it. Usually you turn your back on it. This sounds almost imperceivable to me, but the truth is that some of you probably have a fixed mindset. You might believe in genetic destiny, right? Maybe you're focused on finding that thing that comes easy for you as opposed to that thing that you want to work on. It's a subtle but very important difference. Okay, okay, so the question is, why should you care about this distinction between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset? Well, the answer is simple. Research shows significant effects of adopting a growth mindset. For example, relative to people who have a fixed mindset, those with a growth mindset experience increased motivation, lower stress, lower anxiety and depression, better relationships, and improved performance. So I want you to ask yourself, really and truly, do you believe that things can change or are they static? Do you believe people can change or are they pretty much set based on their genetics or maybe their upbringing? That reminds me, I want to tell you a quick story. So last week I was in California at Harvey Mudd College, which is this tiny elite STEM college. The faculty and students there are focused on subjects like computer science, engineering, math, physics, and chemistry mostly. And these faculty and students really, truly are changing the world for the better. I was so impressed. I met an 18-year-old who spent last summer tagging sharks and then dropping waterproof robots to the bottom of the ocean to track the sharks and their migration and the effects of global warming. Incredible. I met faculty there that I truly believe will inspire students who will change the world for the better. Anyway, that's an aside, but there's a reason I'm mentioning this. When I was at Harvey Mudd College, I attended a presentation on design thinking. Some of you may have read books or been to presentations or courses on design thinking. And they were talking a lot about the prototype mindset. A light bulb went off in my head. Prototype mindset. Have you heard of a prototype mindset? So this is directly related to a growth mindset. Inventors prototype things, right? Sometimes explicitly or directly. You might physically build a prototype and test it. Or you might beta test something online, right? Sometimes it's more implicitly when you're testing things. But this is a perfect example of having a growth mindset. So these inventors, these creators, these entrepreneurs clearly have a growth mindset. Whether you're creating a technology or an idea, think about prototyping. Prototyping is a fantastic analogy or a metaphor for a growth mindset. Think in your mind about a cycle, right? Between trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing. This is prototyping. You repeat this cycle over and over again until one of your tries is a success. So this prototyping mindset or growth mindset, the question is, I'm interested in learning, where does this mindset come from? Well, think about how you were raised. Yes, you might be able to blame or maybe give credit to your parents or your teachers. Research shows that children who are told, you're so good at math or you're so bad at math, end up with a fixed mindset Whereas children who are told, great effort, these kids end up being more successful because their belief 
their effort will reap benefits and results. So a young student who fails a math test might think, I'm bad at math, and then decide to move away from all things STEM-related. So sad. On the contrary, a student with a growth mindset will say, hmm, I failed that math test. That's one piece of information. I guess I need to better prepare for these tests. An entrepreneur who, say, makes a pitch to an investor and is turned down might say, this is a really bad idea. Or they might think, I'm not cut out for this. Versus an entrepreneur with a growth mindset would say, hmm, that's an interesting piece of information. What went well? Why did the investor say no? And what can I do differently next time? It sounds like prototyping, doesn't it? So maybe you're trying to make a contribution at work and your idea gets rejected or maybe it's ignored. Do you think, I guess that was a bad idea? Or worse, do you think, I must be an idiot? That, my friends, is a fixed mindset. If you have a growth mindset, you think, hmm, I wonder if I need to rework that idea, or maybe I need to rework how I present it. Do you get the idea here? When faced with failure, someone with a fixed mindset will turn away or turn off, but someone with a growth mindset will take the failure as information. It's like the prototyping feedback or the beta test feedback that they use to update and improve their idea. This reminds me of Sarah Blakely again, the founder of Spanx. If you've ever heard her talk or been in one of her courses or interviews, she talks about this a lot, the incredibly positive influence of her father. So she talks about when she was growing up, every Sunday, her father would ask, Sarah, what did you fail at this week? And then he would celebrate her failures. And she said some weeks when she couldn't think of a failure, she would be upset. And then she realized one day, one of those light bulbs went off. She realized my father is encouraging me to embrace failure as learning. And this is to what she attributes much of her success. It's also consistent with a growth mindset. The infamous Richard Branson says it a little bit differently. He says, quote, If you don't succeed at first, there's no need for the F word, failure. Pick yourself up and try, try again. It sounds like what we were just talking about, doesn't it? Again, this is a growth mindset. I was thinking about how Yoda from Star Wars would put it. There is no failure, only learn. Here's mine. My mantra, my growth mindset mantra that I talk with many of my clients about is actually two parts. Here it is. I know what I know, and I'm keen to learn more. So the first part is confidence in what I know. And the second part is really the growth mindset. I am keen to learn more. So I share this mantra with a lot of my clients, especially if they're struggling with confidence. And I said, before you get up on stage, before you open your screen to enter into that big meeting or you walk into a room to to join the boardroom table for a really important presentation, remind yourself, you know what you know and you're keen to learn more. That way, there is no failure. There's only learning. Okay, last, I'm going to wrap this up with three ways that you can adopt a growth mindset right now. Yes, you can deprogram some of that 
fixed mindset programming that you may have received as a child or as a student, just try these three things, okay? The first one is this, invest in self-improvement. That's it. By the way, you're doing this right now. You're listening to this podcast, you're investing in self-improvement. I don't mean investing money, although you could pay for coaching. What I'm really referencing here is investing time, investing in yourself, reading, listening to podcasts, learning as much as you can. If you're investing in self-improvement, you're learning and you are adopting a growth mindset. So that's number one. Number two is I hope that you can internalize. You may want to customize it, but I hope you can internalize the mantra that I just shared. I know what I know and I'm keen to learn more. Again, it's really powerful because it's two ideas. It's confidence in knowing what you know. You're confident about your unique experiences and your expertise, but you're also open-minded. You have a growth mindset and you're keen to learn. Ground yourself in that. So that's the second suggestion that I have to help you adopt a growth mindset. The third and last suggestion that I have is actually one of the easiest ways to adopt a growth mindset. Do you know what it is? It's use the word learn as much as you can. Stop using the word failure. There's no such thing. Imagine that failing is actually what is required to help you catapult to success. So what you might want to do right now is take out a small piece of paper and write the word fail, then cross it out and above that word, write learn. And this is your reminder. There is no such thing as failure only learning. Got it? I have one last thought in terms of helping you and your growth mindset. The idea here is creating your narrative. I tell this to my clients when they get laid off or they have something that they're perceiving as an epic failure. I even tell it to my kids when things don't go their way. Whenever we experience a challenge or a failure, when the poop hits the fan, as they say, Remember, you're creating your own narrative. So here's the exercise. In that moment, when you're deciding what to do, when you get an F on your report card or someone else gets promoted ahead of you or you don't get the job you were going for or your presentation bombs, whatever the quote unquote failure is, ask yourself this. Of course, what is the learning? But also, what is the narrative in one year or five years from now that you are going to wish you had said and done when you experienced this quote-unquote failure? And then lean into that. Because chances are your future self is a lot smarter with hindsight than you are in this moment right now. So create and then live the narrative that your future self five years from now will wish what you've done. Does that make sense? Remember, there is no failure, only learning. Got it? All right, that's it. I just want to conclude by saying, if you're investing in your growth mindset and you're keen to learn more, I encourage you to check out the talkabouttalk.com website. This is where you can find the full archive of this podcast and lots more. And while you're on the talkabouttalk.com website, I really hope you'll sign up for the communication newsletter. That way, you'll get communication coaching from me every week in a simple to digest email. Never more than once a week and no spam. I promise. That's it for episode number 123. Thanks for listening and talk soon. Talk soon.